Hawkeye, the first season has finally wrapped. Disney Plus's newest holiday MCU extravaganza. And we're going to figure out, was it good? We are Was It Good? I am Ravi, joined by Krishna and virtually Arjuna somewhere on this planet. Mr. Michael is over in the producer's chair. And we're going to just jump in right off the bat. Oh, was it good? Ravi, was Hawkeye good? (laughs) Well, actually, Uh, one thing you said in your intro... One thing you said in your intro was season one. But we don't mm-hmm. actually know if this is season one or a miniseries. It hasn't been made clear that there's more to come. So it could be series finale. The That's big a good And point. the big thing, too, is a lot of people had speculated that uh, Clint Hawkeye was actually going to die by the end of this. Yeah, I, I, um, I thought so. <laughs> which I, I did, too. And kind of the ending that we actually got. So in our previous pod um, that we did earlier this week, uh, which was primarily on the Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness. We yeah. all did our rankings, right, in yes. terms of MCU things. And I had put this uh, Hawkeye series, <laughs> even though I hadn't seen the full thing, I would put it somewhere in the middle. And I can safely say now that I've seen that ending, uh, I ranked it too high. Oof. Should have ranked way. Same. Woo! Little way spoiler, way, but same. Wow. Way, yeah, yeah. way lower. Already yeah. showing you cards. Uh, there's a there's a debate. There's actually I think there's a good debate we can have at the end of this podcast of you know we don't need to do a whole re ranking, but I think we can talk about the Disney Plus shows as a whole and where this mm. uh, ranks in the back end. If Top you know of what the I'm heat. Saying. <laughs> oh man! Uh, but no, I I think what what's interesting uh, about this about this show was um, you know we're talking about miniseries versus season one. The the finale makes me feel like there's going to be a season two. But I'm I'm sure we'll get into mm. it. But I thought the whole time this was going to be a miniseries. But the way it ended, um, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it, Clint <laughs> doesn't die as we said, and he doesn't retire necessarily either. He's kind of well. You could argue a part around. of him did die. <laughs> well, the Ronan dies. The sure. Ronan died. Yeah, yeah. But he refers so... to Kate as his partner. Uh, yep. And it doesn't. There's no definitive scene of him hanging up the bow per se. So he's very much still in play around in play, and it seems like he's more active than he was at the beginning of the show. And maybe he'll get to partner up with Agent Nineteen, Mockingbird. I didn't know what the, I had to look that up. I had no idea. R.I.P. When you started, uh, when Agents you, of Shield. When you yeah. started looking that, yeah. you saw all the Agents of Shield. I saw stuff. the Agents of Shield, and I immediately turned my brain off. Oh wow! Because it's Agents of Shield. No, I'm kidding. But um, yeah, well, I mean, I, I, honestly, I I didn't know Agent Nineteen was a thing. Never heard of the Mockingbird. Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never heard of Mockingbird before. Um, it's interesting because I didn't even know this was a uh, discussion that a lot of people had theorized um, that she was Mockingbird. After her very first appearance in Age of Ultron, yeah, people were calling it out because I guess her and Hawkeye, you know, have a thing. They have like history and stuff. So people are like that she might be, you know, that character. And now obviously they've confirmed it. So um, um, would you then say the Rolex, the Agent Nineteen, totally um, over my head? Yeah. Well, I no, I wasn't gonna say that, but like it, that's just all then what fan service. Well, I, I, it depends, right? I mean, if it's fan service. Um, it seems like the fans that it was serving are very happy with it, mm-hmm. uh, so it works. Except the Agents of Shield fans. Uh, I, again, only people who watched that could comment on that. I didn't. Uh, I, yeah, I don't all know. sixteen of them. All sixteen fans. That's a lot. Yes. Sixteen hundred. Sixteen million fans. I mean, there's no, a lot. There's a lot six. of like hardcore Agents of Shield fans. Like, um, I look at the same way. Like, 
you know there are some sci-fi shows out there like Firefly has a mm. I would argue a niche yeah, like definitely. kind of uh cult, almost like a cult, cult following, following. Yeah. um Babylon 5 like <laughs> yes. you know so, like the, Stargate SG1 Stargate SG1's another kind of good one cuz I am part of that cult um, I was an SG2 fan myself shut up they uh they were bad <laughs> And Wait, SG- there wasn't SG two. There wasn't it. Oh. The, the, all th- the whole reason the show is called SG one is because there are multiple teams. No, no, I get that. I thought that would have been SG two G two show. I don't think there was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There, there was, wasn't. I'm, I'm, I remember I'm a, as a kid, I thought there was, but there wasn't. Yeah, I'd be more interested in SG two personally. I was like the uh, the losers of the of the. Uh, I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't want an SG sixty nine. <laughs> oh, they skipped over that one. Yeah. Um, but here, let's uh, let's recap the season in one word. A one word impression mm. to kind of uh recap the entire series. What would uh what would Archie you go first? What what would you say your one word impression is? Flat. My one word impression is flat. Flat because, <laughs> because the show uh I mean Unfairly or fairly, the last thing that you see for a show is how you somewhat judge it a little bit. You know, of course, we've, talked, we've talked ad nauseum on this pod. We had multiple pods about this on the final season of Game of Thrones, the finale, how disappointing that was, how that really colored our perception of the entire show differently. And I think for me, this finale fell flat uh, and colored my perception of the entire series differently. It was the weakest episode by a long shot. Uh Ooh. The episode from the very beginning, to me, felt off. The pacing was off. The whole Kingpin thing, I'm sure we're going to get into that and whatever the hell that was. Um, <laughs> the, every, every decision that, you know, there was definitely there was definitely some some strong parts of the finale. The, you know, you know the continued relationship between Yelena and Kate was, was easily the saving grace. But yeah. there was a lot of stuff that felt like that didn't work. They didn't feel like there was a satisfactory conclusion to really anything that was kind of introduced in this show. And it's almost why I feel like there's a season two, because it just feels like a big incomplete to me. Um, now I know, I think a lot of the Kingpin and echo stuff is setting up for the echo spinoff that is coming to Disney plus echo. But yeah, Maya, yes. Maya, her character in the comics is known as echo. She's getting a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Yes. Okay. Uh, you going to be so a young that, Avenger. Mm. So that, you know, we, you know, I, we can kind of, you know, chalk some of the Kingpin stuff and how that concluded up to that. But, I mean, I think specifically the stuff with Kate and Eleanor, for me, didn't really work um, at all. And was just kind of bizarre. And uh, <laughs> it was flat. It was all just flat. It was flat. It was like uh, it was like Sprite that's been left out of the fridge. You know what it was? It was, it was a bad, well, it was was, bad uh, Christmas. It was, part, <laughs> it was part of the acting as well. Um, I'll say... Um, Oh my God! Why well, can't I remember Clint's name? The actor, um, Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner. Jeremy Renner surprised me in not this episode, but other episodes where he showed like really yeah. uh, good deep range. emotional hurt from you know losing his best friend, and you know that was really good. But specific to this episode, the acting felt very much like here's a script and I'm just reading it. No. That is the end of the day, and that's it. Even Oof. even Oof. Uh, the Kingpin um Vincent D'Onofrio is probably Vince. the biggest culprit, in my opinion, because I think we know what he brings to the character from the Netflix shows, and yeah. whatever the performance was in this was, it to was me so at least, 
so yeah. different and yeah. so weird. Well, it started. Uh, it started it well. <laughs> it started really well because he had the the mannerisms where his eyes are like twitching, his lips twitching with anger, and like you kind of saw a little bit of what you were used to in the Marvel in this Netflix yeah. uh, Daredevil show, where you see his rage building, oh, especially after he had the. Um, discussion with Maya and Kazi, and like I thought he was gonna like punch Kazi in the face or just flip a table or like break his back or something, yeah. but instead it was just like he too dark back and then from Plus. that point it just it Ooh, dropped like yeah. a pile of bricks. Yeah, um, and that's oh, actually well, then my you got one Hawaiian shirt kingpin, <laughs> the yeah, Hawaiian shirt kingpin. Yeah. Um, but my one word <laughs> impression is dropped, as in they dropped the ball, <laughs> like pretty hardcore. Um, Again, dropped like, the balls. Dropped the balls. There he goes. <laughs> Again, like these, sh- the D- the uh, MCU like Disney Plus shows. I always kind of figured they are supposed to, you know, they're they're opening up avenues, right, for all mm. these other interesting things. Um, uh, by the end of this series, I'm not really, I don't really care about anything new that was introduced. Like Echo is cool and all, and it was interesting, and like I like some of the back stuff, but by the end, I don't care. The stuff with Yelena and uh, Clint, it felt, to Arjuna's point, flat. And therefore, I don't care what happens going forward. Whatever. Mm. Um, and that that's kind of disappointing, right? Because other, um, well, I guess maybe WandaVision, What If did a good job. Loki did a good job. Like, they did good jobs of, like, setting up other stuff with, like, Agatha as a spinoff that I'm interested to see. Um but man, with with this show, it's just cool. Like, if this is it, fine with that. Mm. A okay. Yeah. I mean, I think we're gonna get more of Kate Bishop and Yelena for sure. But I think what's disappointing to your point with the show is like there were some interesting ideas that were put throughout. Like, I thought the Echo episode in the middle of the season was really interesting when you kind of got her backstory yeah, and who this definitely. character was. And then, honestly, from there, it just felt like they did nothing with the character. Or, you know, the choices that they made with the character didn't necessarily align with that. And it was like the character was just included because, oh, we know the spinoff is coming. Not necessarily because it makes sense for, the you know, the actual show itself. Um, even with the, the stuff with her in the finale, she didn't share any scenes with any of the main characters, right? Like it was almost entirely put forth to kind of further uh, push that show and, and that conclusion. Um, well, her entire point of being in the show was to connect Clint to Kingpin. Kingpin. And then we still don't even right. know really what was, what's the story there. Right. We, we get no scenes know. with Kingpin Do we and, care? And, and Hawkeye. Yeah. Right. We just know it, that it is. Yeah. Yeah. I was, gonna, it's I was just, just going to say, we, we just know like what we learned there was that during the blip, when Hawkeye was vulnerable, feeling rage and anger and sadness from losing his family, he was vulnerable, and the Kingpin took advantage. That's that's that connection. That's why he was killing all those people. It's because the Kingpin, you know, had him under his thumb. Mm. You know, he worked for the Kingpin. I, I, always thought, I thought that was a little weird, too, because I'm like, uh, Hawkeye has saved the world. He's, you know, um, saved the world from, like, aliens and helped with against Thanos uh, but he lets like a guy like the kingpin run around kind of free. Like he, he he's gonna take on like these supernatural elements, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, I didn't the get kingpin the impression is a guy that, that, that he worked for the kingpin. Oh, okay. Was that? Do you think so it was something different? 
No, I, I think what he was doing was, you know, as the Ronin, he was going around killing people he, like, deemed were bad, right? So, like, think about the Avengers Endgame scene where he's, you know, killing the Yakuza. Yes. Um, I figured he ran in, like, as he was doing that throughout the world, right? So, when he was in New York, which probably was for a bulk of his time, you know, he ran into the tracksuit mafia and the Kingpin and was a part of that. And then what his connection to the Kingpin directly is, the Kingpin... Uh, killed Maya's father and made it look like it was Ronan, which was Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye. But it oh, was. Hawkeye says that yeah. he, her boss Kingpin told him to right. kill. So he killed her father for Kingpin. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. Uh, oh, so hey, that he, was a wait, direct, here's, here's yeah. another. Here's another thing. I looked at it more as Kazi told Ronan where everybody was because Kazi wanted to take over. Mm. And in order to do that, he, she, he had to remove the father, which I think the kingpin is involved in the sense of Kazi probably went to the kingpin and said something along the lines of, oh, I can be a better front man or whatever. That's how I took it. Mm. Again, it's actually kind of fascinating that everybody took it a different way. Yeah, but it goes yeah. to the point that what is it's the not fucking connection? Super clear. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I really thought in his conversation with Maya or Echo, it was uh, that he because he said we're the same. And the king pit, and I, I thought it was that was like a very direct line. I thought like, yeah, he was like, very direct about it. Yeah, it's, I really did think it was. I, maybe we should go back Same. and rewatch it, but yeah. it, I really. Then we can be misused. Yeah, the being misused as a weapon because of the anger, and that makes it seem like the kingpin was using Ronin Hawkeye, during, or Ronin, Ronin during yeah, the during the thing. But then, why, <laughs> then why kill Maya's father? What was the point of that? From the Kingpin's perspective, uh, I would assume he wanted to use Maya, and if his her father was still there in mm -hmm. the way, he wouldn't have been able to do that. So he's just removing an obstacle. Um, yeah, it's the Kingpin. It's the Kingpin. Yeah. Um, I think, regardless, it's all very not well told. It's not well laid out at all. <laughs> like it's not obvious, and maybe that's the. The lure and the magic of it, right? So it sucks you back in when oh, some other uh, content comes out, and you're like, "Oh, I really need to know." But again, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's the case. Yeah, Christian, yeah. what's your uh, your one word impression? Uh, my one word impression is oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a positive here. It's gonna be pew, as pew. in Florence Pew. Oh, yeah. I I once again, I think she has is was a revelation again. Even though I, she was easily, easily, I think. The best part of Black Widow, mm -hmm. I think, once again, every time she was on screen uh, in Hawkeye, she kind of blew everything else away. Like, I was like, she is so good as that character. And the, the part that really struck me is how Yelena interacts with Kate Bishop like this. This sort of, like, uh, light-hearted facade. Um, I almost looked older at, like, sister. Sis yeah, yeah older sister. Yeah. And then how she was when she came across Clint. She switches on a dime. She, you, you could feel that anger. And I was like... She's ready to murder. Florence, Florence Pugh you know? nailed that character. And um, the same way that I tuned in to the early Marvel stuff to watch the performances by Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. I'm like, oh, man, that, that he is Iron Man, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing with um, Chris Evans and Captain America. I think Florence Pugh is right up there. Mm -hmm. Like, she is... Yelena and I'm very excited to see uh, like I'm hoping you know in my opinion you know they the char the character's been so good 
and the the two properties or the two events that she's appeared in, you know, maybe haven't utilized her in the best way. But I'm hoping, you know, she's she her moment will come where she'll get to shine. Before we jump ahead a little bit here, um, usually for one more impressions, it's usually just the three of us. But Michael has uh, added his yes into uh, our outline, which today. is an also is is, a, is seems like a positive. And uh, Michael, you're saying classic. Why why are you going with classic for your one word impression? Uh, it it was uh the the whole series really, but this this finale was a a classic uh, action adventure like I used to watch in the '80s, like Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. and Bruce Willis and all of those things with all that wacky like the arrows and just the fighting and the. The whole situation with the bad guys and the jokes just mm. reminded me of what action movies were when I was younger. Kind of like a the, tri- the trick arrows were the return of more trick arrows was definitely fun. Um, yeah, the Home Alone scene. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, very, yeah, those are great. Yeah, very Home Alone actually. That's a great way. Right. Uh, and, great, great and when the show and when the show leaned into like a lot of the Christmas types of tropes and stuff, I thought that's when the, the show was at its best. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think when it tried to do more of the, you know, as we just talked about, like more of that serious stuff with like Ronan and Kingpin uh, and whatnot, like the show didn't work as well for me. Here's a question with the uh, like along the holiday tropes and everything. Obviously, this is this series is set like around a week or so before Christmas, uh, similar to how another recent Marvel movie ended uh, <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, do you think that having it settled in such a very distinct time period, Christmas, mm. uh, was going to kind of like ruin the show for rewatch capabilities just because it's now deemed a Christmas series? I think it'll help it. Okay. I, I think for the people who enjoy Marvel and they um, the people who enjoy Christmas and I would think the crossover, you know, there's probably a, a lot of crossover there, especially now that Disney has bought it. Or Wait, Disney do you has enjoy Christmas I outside of Christmas? No. Does anybody? Uh, some I people, do. yeah, yeah. What, what, the Christmas season to yeah. people starts as soon as Thanksgiving ends. The decorations go up. The music, sure, the eggnog, yeah, 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 no, I, but I that's, get that. And that. You lean into that. But this I will be that, in the rotation. But I get that. But I get that. But I'm yeah. saying, like, are there, like, let's say in February of 2022, for some reason, you're like, oh, I'm going to go and I want to rewatch all the Disney Plus stuff, mm-hmm. the MCU Disney Plus stuff. Do you do you think this will be still as enjoyable when you're like two months after the holiday season and now you're being, now you're seeing more holidays? I think for, for the people who liked it, yes. Okay. Uh, and I think, you know, I, but again, I think, I think the fact that it is Christmas helps its rewatchability for the people who like Christmas. Because it's a fe- it's a feeling. Christmas is a feeling. At the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's about family being together. Uh, and uh, yeah, exactly. It's about look this T-shirt right here. I'm representing. Oh, Vin Diesel. Efforts for family. Family. Okay. Uh, so I think it'll help it in that regard. You're right. You know, I think most people probably aren't watching it outside of it. But to be honest, I don't think a lot of shows get rewatched that often, right? That's this kind of outside the norm. Real quick, we're in a, we're entering the third season of COVID. Uh, Oof, and God, I've rewatched I mean. The Office at least half a dozen times there's already. Some, there's exceptions for the to yeah. the rule, but those are rare. Th- you you know, not every show can be that. Stargate SG1 kid. Nope, it's not though. It's not. You start it and you also didn't the it. Uh, right. 
The Office is different. That's a show you can just throw on and passively yeah. watch. It's like a lot it's of like these MCU any shows. Yeah, you know, I, I they don't they don't Dragon strike Ball me Z. as shows you can just kind of throw on and enjoy. You know, they're they're more you have to kind of lock in a little bit more. So no, I'm glad we heard Learman's one word impression because this show I think clearly was made for a very specific kind of person, right? And I said right off the top of this show uh, when we did la- uh, a couple weeks ago yeah. uh, the first four episodes um, you know I'm not the biggest Christmas fan and I feel like that this show at least the you know the first part of it really pulled on those strings and that's why I couldn't get into it mm-hmm. and it still continued like when he's like in the tree you know in that last episode oh that tree was that tree and I was just like oh <laughs> like I get, it, awesome. I get it I get it I get it and I'm like I wish I liked it and I'm like I should and but I'm a Grinch so I don't is That's it true. weird that they had like the whole finale take place there and as we established at the end of No Way Home, like Peter's <laughs> apartment is right there? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And he's web slinging. Yeah. Oh man. He I, probably I mean, just I, missed I understand it by minutes. why Spider Man, you know, logistically did not show up in the show. But like remove all the studio stuff and like, you know, having Spider Man show up in a Disney Plus show, you know. It's kind of like that universe and an ex- like, explanation where it's like, well, it doesn't make sense that he just wouldn't pop out to see like the tree falling in the middle of New York. But yeah. well, not only that, but then you also have like this armed gang group with guns. Not only that, right. you have a sniper shooting on like ritzy, pritzy, like expensive people, like shooting at you know, you know rich people. Well, real quick, also like wh- where the fuck was the NYPD? There's a response time. This is also, have you guys <laughs> not been to? Uh, like the grocery store, maybe Spider Man stepped out Actually, and wasn't well, home. Also, he but here's the, the other yeah. thing too: is that he's been wiped from everyone's memory. He still knows who Hawkeye is. So if he sees a bunch of arrows flying around, maybe he would have assumed Hawkeye's got it covered. But Hawkeye's not going to know who he is. So if he shows up, Hawkeye might start shooting at him. It's just Spider Man's appearance and this situation where no one knows who he is. Uh, would have created well, more confusion well, no, been, than help. It would have been no one knows who Peter Parker is. People still know who oh, Spider Man. You're absolutely is. right. Yeah, yeah, good call. Damn it, I, that's so confusing to get your head around. But but to to be fair though, like if it's a situation where Hawkeye knows he's going to be in Central New York City or wherever the Rockefellers, wherever they are, right? He doesn't have an ability to contact Spider Man, right? Because that, he doesn't that's know. True. He doesn't know he doesn't who, know who the, Peter Parker exactly. is. Yeah, yeah, right. Or yeah, I, so I that guess part that part don't. I guess kind of works. But I guess what is weird is like if your friendly neighborhood spider is like web slinging around. <laughs> also, like Peter Parker, per, the person, he ain't got no friends, no family. Not to be depressing here. So it's not like he's got he's, anything. He's, he's at Andrew Garfield level uh, involvement. <laughs> he's got like he's got nothing else to do. So he could easily jump in and help. So it's not like he's busy. Yeah, but maybe he. But he's. I mean, he's studying for the GED. Like he's still gonna work. He's, we you know. have no idea what Peter Parker was doing in that yeah. ten minute period that they had that fight. That I mean, fight to be was honest, like it was like fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and that five minute response time makes all the difference. That hey, is having true. unfortunately having to have called nine one one recently and the, how long I was on hold for, I guess you disturbing. Know, it was very <laughs> disturbing, actually. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, maybe there was a. That's a shower, to be honest. Response time. 15 minutes. That's yeah. Like, he hops out of the shower. He's like, what I miss? Yeah, that's true. You can, yeah, there's tons of, he might have been seeing a movie with, you know. No one. <laughs> All right, listen. He can still, he still has I've the ability to make friends. I've done that. Is that sad? 
I've done it too. I love it. Uh, but he still has the ability to make friends. You know, he can make friends with the ice cream parlor guy, and maybe what if the, what if the spell goes deeper, and it's like. People that get to know Peter Parker. They can't make new memories? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Memento. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Memento wow, that would be That would be very dark and depressing. <laughs> That's super dark. There's actually, real quick, as we're on this thing, um, there is similarly in terms of like the horror of like everyone forgetting who you are, but you still have to kind of go through life. Mm. There is a Black Mirror holiday special episode with, um, what's the good looking guy's name? Who's John Hamm? Um, what is it? John Hamm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, John Hamm. Where yeah. basically in this universe or world, people or criminals, um, they visually one. can't be seen by other people. Yeah, like they're just static. You can't hear them. You can't see them. Right. And like Cause that's how li- they punish like prisoners and like criminals and because everyone lives through social media or something. Well, no, they're you're able. They're able to block people uh, with uh, visual wow. whatever the hell. Yeah, uh, which I mean, same, it's, a, for, it's a form of death, right? Yeah. If no one knows you, and you can't interact with anyone. It's, you know, it's like you... Seems like a boon for burglars, though. <laughs> yeah, like, I was going to say, into, for criminals, like, they can just kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, oh, you can't <laughs> that, without consequence? And, and, the, and that's a, you, can, you, can, you can make a, a thought experiment here, and you can go down a dark road. Like, at that point, why wouldn't... Darker they, than killing why would everyone? They, like, why wouldn't they just commit crimes... Unmasked. I would imagine like the murderers are like <laughs> put in a worse type position. Yeah, maybe. That's These, true. The, like, because John Hamm's crime was he helped. He the president. He, no. he <laughs> basically he, no. It was I'm basically, getting episodes. It was essentially it was like manslaughter where he was intruding on someone's life, oh. giving dang advice, and it went south. And then he tried to cover it up. That's right. So it's not like he was actively trying to kill people or wanting to kill people. Right. And his entire business worked upon the idea of like people being able to see, hear, and see him. Right. Uh, right. So yeah, that's a fitting punishment. Um, but like he also went steps further, where it was like um, there was a cut. Like a, I think there was a whole thing with a married couple and a kid, and the mother blocked herself and the kid from being able to see the ex-husband or father or whatever. Right. Which again, that's another like. Like especially for custody, that's that's insane. Mm-hmm. So because I think he finds out in the end that it's not his daughter. <laughs> so wait, say that one more time. <laughs> I think I, I I might be misremembering this entire episode. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that guy finds out like it's not his daughter. In the oh, end, it's not like his she daughter. Oh, man. she like slept with someone. Like oh, the reason geez. she like left and everything was because like she had an affair, and then like he kills the daughter because. He doesn't turn the heat on or, like, doesn't feed them or something. I don't know. It's been a long time since I saw this, it. This I just part remember just it's dark. Dark yeah. as fuck. Anyway, let's get back <laughs> into happy things. Uh, so, Eleanor, the mother of uh, Kate Bishop, she's going to jail. Wow, wow, wow. So, it, it, felt to, it felt to me, right, say what you will about the show and that relationship. And uh, I do agree with Arjuna. The whole thing was a little strange. Mm-hmm. But it's a pretty good way to create a villain. <laughs> like your own daughter sends you to jail. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, she is definitely coming back as a villain, right? Is she a villain? It's first of all the Eleanor Bishop character. Is that a for all the comic book uh, experts, <coughs> Ravi Arjuna? Um, is she a comic book character who is real and does something? Can I? Can I? Can I uh, ruin the um, magic? Yeah, please for a second. You said that we're comic book experts. We're Google masterminds. 
uh, wow, the magic is over. I had no idea. Cut that for the actual. Cut it. Cut it. That's a <laughs> All no. of your credibility <laughs> is gone. <laughs> Cut it. Cut it. <laughs> also, uh, IT professionals, same thing. They're really good at Google. That uh, too. Yeah. Cut that out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> cut, cut, cut. Story creatives, same fucking thing. Uh, don't they just I've muted their his mic. I've muted his mic. Somebody Basically, anything that has a question around it. <laughs> oh, man. That's... But, but Arjuna, Arjuna, I know you've researched this. Eleanor Bishop. <laughs> Who is she? Is she a villain? Is she a nobody? Because it really seems like she'll be back as a baddie. Uh, so I actually didn't research uh, Eleanor's background I am before shocked. this podcast, but I will <laughs> say the one one character that does have more prominence and and uh, in the comics too is Derek Bishop, which was uh, Kate's dad. So mm. a lot of people thought because we didn't see his actual death um, at the beginning of the show that maybe he was still alive or oh. whatnot. Um, maybe that's still a part of it, but he has you know some comic book significance. Um, well, did anyone? Whatnot. Yeah, did you get the did you get the impression though that her dad wasn't really her dad? I felt I almost felt like after thinking about that first episode, right? Uh, young Kate Bishop is introduced to us. Obviously, it's right before the Battle of New York or whatever. Um, and then thinking about like the rest of this show, I almost feel like it might have been her real dad. That wasn't her real dad. It was like an adopted situation like i was it's her real mom and she remarried mm. so i feel like that her real dad might be alive and doing something like derek bishop maybe is somebody else i don't know may i mean uh, maybe i think the show did like to use the red hair in quite a bit obviously like it jack did. uh so jack yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. in the oh, comics he was hilarious is, by the way <laughs> so so ja so jack in the comics is swordmaster uh, swordmaster He's the mentor of Hawkeye, right? And so we actually, they didn't do that connection at all. No. And he was just this complete Please doofus tell me. who was who was actually incredible. Like also another scene yeah. together once oh. you kind of realized he was he was nobody, and and now he'll become king of the Larpers, and it'll be great. We'll get a whole Jack and the Larpers uh, spinoff. Yeah, which, yeah. You know, I would watch. I'd watch that. I'd be in. Yeah. Uh, so a couple couple things that to unpack with what you just said, right? First of all, Swordmaster. <laughs> First of all, that name fits the character that we got perfectly. Oh yeah, the mustachey, the the mustachey, the mustache and the sword. Like he actually turned out to be, I think, one of my favorite elements of the whole thing because he yeah. was so over the top and goofy, uh, and that honestly fits very much with the theme of like Christmas and you know like. Is he the bad guy? Isn't he? You Classic know? action. I thought, yeah, yeah, I thought it was super. It was like a super fun thing. Um, but second, it seems like he it set up uh, quite nicely for him to be some kind of mentor to the new Hawkeye, right? Kate Bishop. Um, so you know, maybe that's how they're playing that. That he will be yeah. the mentor to Hawkeye. It's just the new one. Maybe I mean shout out to uh, Tony Dalton who played Jack. Uh, he's also in uh, Better Call Saul in the last season, I believe, yeah. season five. Uh, he's he's a really great actor, and I, I thought he brought like a a great charm and wit to this character who was just obsessed with swords. You know? Oh <laughs> man, just, I love it. It's just a, he's a sword master. He's um, an eccentric swordsman. <laughs> yeah. I, so going like, back to perfect. Eleanor, uh, one thing I saw I, it was actually pointed out on social media was. Um, specifically with Kate and Eleanor's relationship and then Kate and uh, Clint's relationship, it's like, okay, so Kate couldn't forgive Eleanor for, like, killing killing people 
you know, a couple people and whatnot, but she could forgive Clint for killing hundreds of people. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> a man she only met a couple days so ago. So, so you're you're absolutely right. Here's why I'm okay uh, with it, funny. though. So, two things there. You always judge your own family harsher, harsher than yeah, anyone else. Sure. Second, she's a teenager, and teenagers. Well, she's not. Often, she's a young adult. She's oh yeah, she's college. like 21 or 22. Yeah, she's Still, 22. A, a young person, and and, and and trust me, I'm in my thirties. I'm guilty of this. Uh, see no evil, hear no evil. Like it's it's what you see. We you, you're always going to judge harder than what you hear about. Right? Sure. Um, and also the fact that when she was super young, she saw this Hawkeye, you know, falling off a building, shooting aliens, and uh, providing her with an archetype to live up to. Right. So she's already like made him this mythological character in her mind. Yep. Every she's based her entire childhood on 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 trying to emulate. Um, what she saw in that one scene. Also, as uh, Michael pointed out, Hawkeye, even as Ronan, was killing bad guys while her mom killed an old man for, for crying out loud. That, yes. Yeah. Another eccentric character. Yeah. Another also, the kid. Uh, yeah. The, the little kid. Yeah. Uh, the annoying he little made, shit. He made, he, the annoying little shit. Made, made, you know, I, I liked him. <laughs> he was hilarious. Like, that, that little scene with him and Armand, uh, with Jack, sorry, yeah, with Jack, um, you know, it's like I know what you did. You peed yourself, and you know, and he's like, I'm waiting for you to die. Like, who says you can't go to jail so I can take your wine right now? You know, that whole back and forth. They're related. Was how they're what? Nep. I think it's his nephew, nephew and uncle. Yeah, okay. I believe something yeah. like that. Because I think he was uh, the old man's son, grandson, or grandson. So maybe great nephew, maybe. They're related. They're family. They were. Yeah, I for, they're old, I forget, old rich fucks. I, yeah, I, I just just kind of piggyback off of that. I thought it was you know to Kate's kind of whole origin and her explanation to uh, Clint of like why she wanted to be a superhero because you know you're just a guy with two sticks and a string and you're going up against superpowered people and you kind of prove that anyone can do this and that's what she wanted to do too. Yeah. Um, I thought it was like cool and interesting and powerful too because like obviously like the MCU is filled with like tons and tons of superpowered beings which is one of my favorite parts of the uh spoilers for No Way Home but the the Venom after credit scenes where he's just like to uh the Danny to Danny Rojas <laughs> he's just like so this is just a world filled with superpowered individuals and it's the like, whole, yeah, uh, yeah yeah here's the here's Hulk and he's like yep. what's wrong with what was it something protector yeah, the lethal protector. Lethal, the lethal protector. Like it's right. shit name is what he said. Yeah, <laughs> um, because like, listen, I, I did, how he's because yeah. Venom's only in uh, the MCU world for about what twenty four hours or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a day or, or two. Yeah, maybe yeah. a couple days. Maybe. Yeah. Well, no, because remember between the casting of the spell and then everything going back, was it just a day? It's a day. I think it's two no, days. I think it's yeah. two. Days. I thought it might have been two. Yeah. I think it's just. I think like physical hour, like it's twenty four. Oh, hours. 24 hours. Yeah. So yeah. the course of two days, but in that time, Venom just gets trashed. I mean, <laughs> say what you will. Learns about the MCU. Yeah. I just want to. Yeah. Let's just point out that at some point we're gonna have to rank the names. We have, you know, we have Lethal Protector, Swordmaster. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point we're gonna have to sit down, take all these names, and rank them. All the MCU characters. Yeah, or oh, just the names, just the names. You know, so uh, real quick, um, I saw you had Kingpin here under talking points. Do we think he's dead? No. Okay. We didn't. So see him in die the comics, 
in the comics, you know, he obviously has a huge um, he's presence, a, a huge arc with Maya um, and Echo. And in one of those arcs specifically, you know, when she finds out that the Kingpin kind of killed her father and all this other betrayal stuff, she actually blinds him. Uh, so some people speculate that when she shoots him in the head, she potentially shot took him in eye. the eyes and took wow. an eye out. And so he would be blinded. And then he'll be the big bad for her show. And, you know, because she is a, a deaf superhero, maybe right. having a villain that also has, like, a disability um, would make would make uh, some sense. Especially, like, we also know, obviously, from No Way Home, Matt Murdock is now in the MCU officially. Um, so perhaps he also becomes involved in the show, and, and you kind of have this... That would you know, be a lovely way have... to reintroduce uh, Daredevil. Like, don't yeah. make him the main character of the... Like, make Maya the main character. Uh, I was going to say Deadpin. Kingpin <laughs> is the... Uh... <laughs> oh, I love Deadpin. Deadpool Kingpin just like... shows up in these shows for no or reason. Or like, Maya did kill Kingpin, so now he is <laughs> Deadpin. He is dead, yeah. yeah uh, but yeah, Kingpin's the main villain, and then you have Daredevil kind of like jumping in to assist. And, uh, well, he's... Like, I mean, he, he has up. a lot of... He has a lot of stuff he could show up in, right? Like She-Hulk is another yep. easy one he could potentially the show up in. Thing, as, yeah. as he's a lawyer, um, he could easily what if show it's up like, in the um, Echo show. Especially because I think Echo and Daredevil have uh, romantic interest or romantically oh, um, linked in the comics, so they Man, could potentially do that. It seems so. like every character has hooked up with every other character. In the MCU. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like MCU, somebody had a fling with somebody. The, the MCU is like a workplace in America. Yeah, absolutely. Where I mean, everyone it hooks is. up with everyone. It really is. It makes sense, though, because when you're working that close with people. Yeah, yeah. And also in life with death situations. Don't get me wrong. I understand it. It makes a lot of sense. Also, these are like superheroes, right? Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be like the best of the best. Well, actually, it makes you wonder, like, the original artists and writers and uh, editor-in-chiefs like at Marvel that were writing all these things, how many of them hooked up with each other? They all did. And it translated into <laughs> these romances. Yeah. In and between comics. writing the MCU and playing D&D with the same group of people. Uh, this yeah. is all the same people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Nerdom is, isn't the know, most Isn't bounds. the most like famous affair in Marvel Comics history like uh, Scott Summers, Cyclops, having like a telepathic affair with Emma Frost? I don't. Know, I don't know if that's the most famous, but it it does seem like the most um like the most messed up. Well, no, no, uh, no, the one that got people insane was every when uh, Iceman um had a uh, um oh came out as as gay. Yeah, that made people oh. people did fucking marvels. people did. I mean, that was a few years ago. I feel well, like that was, was that, like one of the trailblazing and the more, ones. And then more recently, uh, Clark Kent or Superman's son. Um, recently, this was in like the last couple of months. There's a comic where he comes out as bisexual. Mm. Oh, Superboy, right? People were like losing their shit, and yeah. it's like, oh my god. I mean, uh, this honestly, this might be a, a. I don't know if this is a good conversation, but it's a conversation that's happening nonetheless. Um, a lot of uh, we'll just say YouTubers, I guess YouTubers and uh, social media influencers are calling out shows like this. They like to call themselves content creators. They like to call it, instead of the MCU, they're saying the MCU. MCU? Uh, they don't like the... they. So there's a very specific group of people. They uh-huh. don't like the direction that the MCU and then at larger uh, comic book... Com- uh, or, yeah, comic books and comic book shows and movies are going. They're saying uh, that it's becoming too... Uh, woke, quote unquote. That's the best way I what can put it. What does that even mean? I'm woke? willing to spend the rest of this pod 
The you want to spend the rest of the pod? What is that? I don't know what that means anymore. I've given up. I, I mean, it's because Kingpin's wearing a Hawaiian shirt, so he's too woke. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back. Speaking let's of back in. Yeah. Why was he wearing a Hawaiian shirt? Well, was I he mean, on there vacation? Are some people, well, and here's my question for you guys: There are some people that do not think this is the dare Netflix Daredevil version of the Kingpin. This is a variant. This is a different version. A variant or. Or whatever. Actually, uh, you know why that might work? Kingpin. Because we all felt it was off, right? We all felt right. that the the acting was off. But what if it's not the acting? What if it's the character who's off? Wait. Boom. If it's a very better, better. Now better, we're better. talking. Now we're cooking. Here, better should tie it back into the Disney Plus shows. Because the multiverse at some point has to end in terms of everyone's a... Uh, does it? Yeah, it does at some point. Um, remember when we all saw f- uh, Spider-Man Far From Home? Yes, and Nick Fury's in there, and we're like, "Oh, there's something off about him." Yeah, and it's turned out he was a scroll. Oh, scrolls! There is Secret Wars in the works. Oh, and we did see some. Uh, there were definitely some scenarios where Kingpin takes an arrow to the fucking chest. Right, he has a <gasps> bomb right. blow up in his face. Yeah, you're he's right. Holy and, yeah, shit! As if he's got superpowers. Like I know he's a tough guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. let's be honest here for a second. Whoa. A bomb. In your fucking face. Yeah, yeah. I, and no I, scratch? I, I was, I was, you know, thinking about that, too. And I'm like, and like, uh, they're leading into this comic book Christmas thing a little too much. But right. you're right. If he's a scroll, Makes okay. Sense. Okay. Well, I've, I think we found a social theory. clip for I this one. I didn't even consider that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that, and that changes a lot. So, um, I, so let me ask. It would also explain mm. why he's dressed so comical. Uh, yeah, you're Who right. Who the fuck wears <laughs> a right. Hawaiian shirt in winter? You're right, because an alien doesn't know the... They don't. They, they clearly don't they don't know the, the fashion rules they of this world. They're like, they think it looks aliens good. Aliens are stupid. To be honest, I think it looks good, but I'm an alien, so that's how we explain that. <gasps> Though, Christian's uh, a scroll. We have it the, here first. <laughs> we have it here first. Though Lerman did say that the Hawaiian shirt, white suit, and hat is from the, quote, family business comic arc. It's actually right. his screensaver on my his computer, and it has been since I started doing Daredevil years ago. Doing? Oh, interesting. Uh, and that's a quote from D'Onofrio. Oh, not Learman. Not Learman. No, this is a. Oh, that's okay. why. That's why it's. I, it's I thought it. I thought it would be funnier if oh. your screensaver. Yeah, I'm like, wow, that's really specific. I had no I idea, Learman. Cool. You Can kept you that quiet. Me? I fuck Daredevil show all the time. Wow. <laughs> I do it. We didn't uh, hear that for uh, so the folks who. Uh, Aren't in the room with Christian and Ravi. Okay, good. Uh, I will say, I will say that if what we have said is true, then it explains the weirdness of that last episode perfectly. Or, bet, or counter to that, yeah. Or what we have just done is we have given an out to anyone <laughs> in the MCU that does piss-poor acting oh, and, no, or, and or piss-poor <laughs> writing. It could be easily just swiped under the rug as they were a scroll. You know what? Um, pr- I, I, you have to applaud. It's actually pretty good. Well, well done. Good. Well done, good. MCU That's, and Kevin wow, Feige for covering literally every, every, all your bases. Yeah. You, can, you, can, you can blank a statement. So... Anything weird that happens, you want to bring back dead characters, multiverse, bad acting, scrolls. Like at this point, they've they've got us in in their web. They have us by the balls. They have us by the balls. The oh, balls. Man. What did you guys think of uh, Renner in this finale and the show overall? 
So flat, like you said it best, like flat. He, he like his acting from the first episode, it did a, a nice big triangle. Episode right? four. Yeah, it got really, really good, and then it was just I'm reading a script. Yeah, I, it's confusing because, and maybe this is just more t- to the character, right? Like he's a scroll. Ho- he's a scroll. Exactly. <laughs> Hawkeye. He Hawkeye, becomes a scroll. Hawkeye is a spy. He's lived his whole life um, being nondescript, right? That's that's how he lives his life, and that's how you can explain, you know, that that's just who he is. That's that's that that explains that. It's just that what I got in episode four was like, I I felt like so emotionally connected Sick. to that character for the first time ever, ever. Yeah. maybe. Yeah, and I was like, it was so good. I was like, oh my god, like this is this is it. This is this is where the show's going to turn around, and then. The next two episodes, he reverted back to Hawkeye, which makes sense. He's still Hawkeye. He's not going to stop being Hawkeye. He's not he is become. a hot guy. He is a he's a hot guy. Yeah, um, you know. So, I I hate to use the word, I hate to say that it was bad because I think it's the character. I think it's just a decision that he has to carry half the show, right? Along with Kate Bishop. I just you know to me it just you know it doesn't it didn't quite I didn't quite feel it. I I didn't. If I was, like, like I said, sh- if I was more into Christmas, maybe, but I, you know. Who hurt you? Santa Claus. Oof. There we go. It yeah. just feels oh, like the show the... lost steam halfway through, right? Yeah. It, it felt like the last few episodes, they kind of had these great ideas, and and maybe, you know, it is an MCU problem, and we've talked about it before, but just like that third act problem of like, all right, how do we wrap it up? Maybe yeah. it's more jarring because we just saw Spider-Man No Way Home, which like yeah. had I'm an still amazing third act, right? Yeah. And then it's just yeah. like this is this is much lower than that, and just in terms of how satisfactory it is to the story that we saw. Actually, I'm not even gonna lie. No Way Home might have ruined th- not just MCU stuff, but things for a while. I've been watching like Succession. Now I know I've I've also heard that. <laughs> Season three is a is the weakest season. Yeah, uh, I haven't watched the finale yet. I heard the finale kind of redeems the whole thing. I haven't watched it yet. I've watched so, it. So, um, and I haven't seen any of the other secession. Oh wow! Whoops. Uh, <laughs> but like after No Way Home, though, everything just feels kind of blah. Even dra- my Dragon Ball Z. I'm not even gonna touch Kuroko's basketball. I feel like that might be ruined too. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm not gonna touch Triple Frontier. That might be ruined too. Christian this is tri- like this is like the scroll thing. Frontier. I can now retcon any decision <laughs> and blame it on No Way Home. So any bad decision I've made, I'm just blaming on No Way Home. Like it ruined Boom. it. So uh, you know, but yeah, no. Uh, I I still. I mean, No Way Home is just such a. So so obviously, riding the high of No Way Home. No Way Home had really good like after credit scenes that obviously helped. I think to a degree in terms of like the whole experience. Ooh, I know what you're um, going with this. Th- Hawkeye following other. MCU Disney Plus properties. It had an after credit scene, uh, just not one that I think is it sad anyone wanted. <laughs> this is and this is going to be. This is going to sound way worse than it is, but that after credit scene, the mid credit scene, was the first time was the most emotion I had the whole episode. Uh, I thought it was funny. I was oh, like, yeah, it's that's funny, bad. and I was like <laughs> into it. I'm like, it was catchy. I'm like, oh man, this. Sing I'm it. like, I got more. Sing, sing it. I got more emotion out of that than I did the rest of the episode. No, I'm like, because uh, I can't remember it for the life of um, me. God, I can't either. There you go. The so chorus line is, "I could do this." It all was day. catchy. I, I could do this all day. I can do this all day. Boom. 
It's like wow. that as Emmy to no well, Grammy. Grammy winning uh podcast producer, Michael Learman. <laughs> <laughs> um but that after credit scene was was horseshit. It was horseshit? I mean, yeah. Look, what look, the, the fuck MCU want from this Christmas in. show? Look, but the MCU does sprinkle in like the fun, like the fun after credit scenes that are just for fun, right? Wait, you oh know? wait, time out, time out. Yeah. There wasn't another after credit scene, right? That was oh, okay. That was no, it. That was so it. Just that. Okay. Oh, but, I hope but, not. Some, but sometimes, but sometimes they'll do that, right? Like um, the Guardians one with like Howard the Duck, like that's yeah. just you know, it's oh, just yeah, a silly like for fun one. Um, and but this I, was I think like you three minutes do... long. Yeah, but I think if you don't like musicals, you could have just you know. Turned it off. You can just skip it. No, because I'm, wa- it I'm watching. I, did, of, uh, I didn't. But that's the thing. I didn't know. Like, because I, I will they say also, this. They kept going this, to yeah. shots of the fucking audience. Yeah. Right. I, I, it was and I composer. thought they were going to reveal something. No, no. So I, I'm not going to lie. While I was watching that, and then you see Loki shows up. Yeah. And then the guys next to him, I'm like, wait, is one of those Kang? <laughs> I was like looking. I was looking for the Easter eggs in the fucking musical yeah. to see what the hell the MCU is teasing. Not to say that they didn't. Also, I'm super confused. When they showed the Avengers in the musical number, who's the guy with the br- Ant Man? Why is Ant Man included in the? So uh, he wasn't in the included very first in episode. In the very huh? first episode, Clint says that he, when they're watching the musical, um, Ant Man wasn't in it. He's like, he's like, he was like, he wasn't there either. And he points out Ant Man. So it's just like a, you know, they, they just actually got the producers wrong. got it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is or. This is a different universe. Oh my god! <laughs> or it's a scroll. It's a scroll. There you go. A scroll's doing the musical. Ooh. Oh, well, I, 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 I kind of love that idea. Pro- a scroll is producing. Uh, a scroll is producing the musical. The scroll likes to pair Hawaiian shirts with the uh, the white blazer. Uh, the scrolls are just a little off with their, you know, their. Uh, how they Art. remember things or how they portray things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of love it though. But yeah, I I didn't I didn't appreciate that after credit at all. You didn't all. appreciate it? Because even after Hamilton? Because like you guys know that I have a strong dislike for musicals for But you saw reason. Hamilton and liked it. That's different. Because I was very surprised. My expectations were so low. Very very low. This was different in the sense that I didn't know a musical was coming. When it was there, I was too afraid to fast forward or and not pay attention <laughs> because I thought maybe there was going to be some kind of secret or something in there. So I had to sit there and watch the entire thing. So basically, I was forced to watch nonsense. Four minutes of a musical. And that was me. That's rude. That's so you felt inappropriate. So you felt um, attacked, uh, manipulated uh, yes. by the MCU. Yep. Well, Arjuna, as a lover of musicals, I have to hear your rebuttal to this and your opinion of the musical number. You know, I thought the musical number was fun. I think it was the right amount of like cheesy cheesiness, but also production to be a, <laughs> you know, a, a musical that likes to take advantage of like certain things in pop culture. I would, I would go see the musical. I wouldn't pay a lot of money to see it, but I would go see it. Um, What's a lot of money? I, yeah. 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 Well, yeah well, I would pay $10. Under- How much? 10 Ten? Ten dollars? Ten? All right, Christian, I'm going to make <laughs> the over-under with you. <laughs> I'm going to say right now, $150 or $150 or to go more, see the musical? Or more, or between, I guess I'll ask any set of range, between 150 to 225 Would I per s- ticket yeah. is what our junior will go and spend to see this musical. Well, he just said he would pay $10. Right, but I'm, I think he's lying. 
He's lying to us. Uh, I don't, I because would, I would definitely take... try and get a media pass or <laughs> yeah. a freebie. I, uh, here's the thing. I, think I would he not would... pay. I would not pay. Uh, musicals in general are expensive because they you know, are. Yeah. You, there's obviously there's obviously a lot that goes into it. Um, it's yeah, a little it's, a, it's a little out of my price range for like I don't go to musicals very often. Mm. Um, the last musical I went to, I went to for free. Which so one was that? The Love Actually Live. Oh, oh how nice. was it? That's cool. How was Love? That was actually, actually really fun. Love, Love Actually Live was fun. It, it was cool because they basically mixed like showing parts of the movie and then emphasizing scenes by having actors like sing about it and sing Here's like pop culture songs question. around it. Oh, interesting. Yes. What is Love Actually? What? <laughs> Uh, what? It's one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. What, it's got really? Hugh. It's got uh, Hugh Grant. Um, is he the PM? The guy from Walking Dead. Is he the PM? Andrew man? Lincoln. He is the PM. Yeah. Oh, I think I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. You've definitely yeah. seen it. Is there the airport scene? Or yeah, something? it starts with the airport. Yeah. Like, oh, the yeah, after. Yeah. It's got Bill Nye. Yeah. Ted, yeah. We talked. We talked about it in our Ted Lasso pod. Qui- oh, uh, Qui Gon Jinn's in it. Qui Gon yeah. is in it. Actually, isn't as Qui Gon isn't. Is uh who's the kid? Ian McGregor? No, it's Jojen from uh, that's Jojen from Thrones. Uh, Game of Thrones. There we go. That's who that is. I'm about to say Anakin. I'm like, that's not Anakin. Who is it? Oh, uh, that's Jingle All the Way. That's Jingle All the Way. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out Jingle All the Way. My favorite, my personal favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> All right, back to Hawkeye. Uh, if you guys had the ability to decide the future of Hawkeye and Kate Bishop. What do you think you would uh, want to see? So can I go first, or Christian, you can go first. Me first, okay. Um, the future has to be Young Avengers, uh, but Young Avengers is shaping up to be a very strange team, right? We have uh, first of all the Young Avengers; they're all uh, product of like post blip world, right? And uh, that's clearly a bunch of trauma that every character at this point is still dealing with in some way because um, that it's it's prominent in a lot of these these new uh, these new things. Um, so, Kate Bishop to me has it, first of all, Kate Bishop I thought was awesome. Like her by herself, like the portrayal, the character. I think there's a lot of potential there. Just like with. The new Black Widow um, with uh, Florence Elena. Pugh and and, and Elena, uh, Elena, yeah. Um, so I, I think the future of the Young Avengers is in like really good hands, but I don't want it to be so cut and dry. I want to see perhaps before you even get a team, maybe there's two sides of this team that have to do battle first, like a civil war. Kind of like a yeah. Start with the civil war, and it's easy. I think it's easy to do with uh, Louis uh, Louis Dreyfus's oh, character. No. <laughs> I ruined her name. Um, Val. Dreyfus was Val. Val, right? Val is the character name. Yeah, she she, you know, obviously is behind the scenes, and I think she's pulling a lot of strings um, at this level of the MCU. Right, um, like at the the Clint Bartons and the Black Widows and the the Kate Bishops, of U.S. The, like agents. That. Yeah, exactly. Asian secret agents and spies and uh, and all that good stuff. Um, so I don't know. I, I kind of would like to see like a Kate Bishop versus New Black Widow. These two teams kind of going at it. That's what I'd like to see. So like they, see they, they, they have a the be- and the best the best enemies are ones that like each other at some point. Think of like um, Green Goblin and Spider Man, 
you know, um, like they're friends at one point and then right. they're enemies. And uh, I think th- that makes a really compelling, really compelling drama. Yeah. So I'd like to see these two teams sort of do battle. So, so then well, it's not okay. necessarily you want to see uh, Hawkeye or Kate Bishop by itself. You want, you'd rather see a young Avenger. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Abs- absolutely. Um, and, and we're getting more, we're getting more young Avengers, right? We're getting America Chavez in Doctor Strange. We're getting Ironheart in Black Panther 2. We're yeah. getting, you know, we we had some allusions to Isaiah Bradley's grandson. Coming? We have right, we have Miss Marvel coming. Is Echo um, a young adventurer? No, we don't know. I okay. don't think so. She, I mean, everyone could be a young adventurer. She's too old. She's too old. No. It is young adventure. Right. Yeah. Some people thought that <laughs> wow. like, the the female version of Loki would be a young adventure, but she's also probably she is kind of yeah 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 she's too she's, old yeah too old yeah she's Loki's age so therefore yeah. Yeah. But I bet what you could do, you know, instead of like a Civil War is like you might have these like young Avengers and you could do secret Avengers. They have West Coast Avengers. There's all these different like Avenger teams, sub Avenger teams. Right. Yeah. Um, there was a rumor out there that Sam Wilson is going to be the leader of like the West Coast Avengers, which West Coast, doesn't, mm-hmm. which doesn't make sense to me because like he's from like the East Coast, and <laughs> the South. It's obviously so like, going to be well, I guess relocating. Relocating. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a good like relocation package? Probably. I don't Make know. Make sure he's got a good tax guy. I don't know. We saw his well, financial situation. Thing. It was not great. In, yeah, it's not great. Yeah. It's not a great paid. financial situation, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, Tony screwed them all, if you really think Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, <laughs> where did Tony's yeah. money go? What the fuck? Who did, well, who did he leave the money to? It's also kind of revealed, Happy? too. Like, I think a lot of the money is probably going to be locked up because... After the events of Far From Home, with everything with um, Mysterio, uh, Stark Industries was under, like, federal investigation. So a lot of equipment was being taken. And so a lot of, like, I think, I don't think you can, because even Clint says, like, the trick hours are, you know, they're hard to come by. You don't make them as much. I think it's because they don't have access to, to all the that tech. Stark tech, the Pym anymore. tech, the Stark right. tech. Yeah, it's all, it's all limited now. The vibranium. And I would, and honestly, honestly, real quick. I know the governments are kind of like shitty, but like after like a universe almost ending event, I would hope there would be more government control on all these weapons of mass destruction just going. Well, remember half the government would have disappeared too. Yeah, but like in that and then new people would have been elected. Like government is probably just uh, as much chaos as the rest. Is that what she hopes going to be about? Actually, uh, oh well, yeah, Falcon politics. and the Winter Soldier talks a little bit about yeah. government and yeah. like the reemergence of stuff, and then the Sokovia Accords are dropped in there as well of like who can do what. Remember, so I'm sure that's all coming yeah. into play as well in terms of like, and maybe that's how we get Young Avengers. Like, there is the government Avengers team, right? And then there is there are these kids that come up that that all kind of unite and be like, we're gonna be the the true Avengers because. I might be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure the Avengers compound was all Tony's money and everything. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because yeah that's he built all, it out, yeah. Well, right, and, beca- and remember, Fury is up in space right now doing his own thing, so there's no one really there to, like, unite an Avengers team right now. So um, it'll kind of be interesting to see, like... Well, I mean, Wong is Sorcerer Supreme, right? So there might be, yeah. like, this cosmic team, and we A know he's obviously, team. like, powing still with, like, the Hulk and um, Captain Marvel... But yeah, I'm kind of curious to see, at least on the team upside, like who, who is kind of uniting which specific factions and teams and what they're going to be called and and whatnot. And you be, and you're and be you're right see. because, uh, say what you will about Captain the uh, Winter Soldier, they did set up, um, this idea of 
there's two different sides on the ground level, right? Uh, government versus like personal freedoms and stuff. Um, and which is actually, if you think about it, it's just a continuation of the Stark versus Captain America debate that we saw evolve and change and how they both flip sides. So seeing sort of like the descendants of that almost, the descendants of that idea, um, I think would be super fascinating. And I lo- and, and then I, I guess I'll just add on then. If you have two teams, one led by Kate Bishop and when one led by Elena, perhaps they do battle in the courtroom. And one will be led by... <laughs> oh, my God. One will be represented by Daredevil and one will be represented by She-Hulk. Why not? If we're going to get, like, super government level and let's touch upon, you know, certain things, I want to see one, just one episode of a courtroom drama in one of these shows. You will get that in She-Hulk. Good. They've already said, like, it's... it's Oh, Law and Order? She, not that it's, like, full-on Law and Order, but, like, there is, dun, like... There's legal... Because she's a lawyer. Drama league, and like, yeah, you stuff. know, like, there's a whole... There's legal a whole drama. Slew. There's a couple of comics where, cool. like, she actually has to defend, like, um... Kingpin? The Nova Corps... Like pulls in a bunch of people for like an intergalactic, like wait. Lawsuit. She represents like a galactic court. Like, there's like a galactic court, and she represents somebody. All right, that sounds like Avengers Five. Let's do it. Oh my well, god. Uh, let's let's look at our bold predictions that we had um, at the. St- we made these predictions at the start, or actually before the uh, <laughs> Hawkeye series really kind of kicked off. No, um, this was after the first four episodes, I think. Yeah, after it really kicked off. Ooh. Uh, Christian has said, uh, what's her name will appear. Yeah, who is that? I don't remember. I'm assuming that you meant Val. Oh, Oh, I meant Val's character. Val. It must be Val. She did not appear. Did not appear. Yeah. Uh, I have said Disney's going to give us three episodes as a Christmas gift to the viewers. Oh, so it goes seven instead of six. Exactly. Um, As of the taping of this pod, that has not happened. That does not look like it's going to happen. There are no rumors. The last episode also kind of uh, ended in such a way where that would make literally no sense. Mm. But I guess you or could argue that that after credit scene nope. could be the extra episode. Nope. No. So therefore, I was right. You are wrong. No, you weren't That's right. Not an episode. The, uh, the only way so an extra episode know. would work is if they released the entire cut of... Rogers the musical. Yeah, that's absolutely. Just, if they did know, that, that's just one number. I'd give it to if you. If that that's happens, an extra we retconned right this episode of the pod. No, we just put out a tweet. No, 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 no. I want you We're both apologizing to me. No, I will never do for that. For my foresight. No. I will, my never. I will never apologize. Your hiney? <laughs> what the hell? Oh, my. And Arjuna finally said, uh, we will not only get Kingpin, but also Matt Murdock. I, honestly, bad. all of these predictions, I felt like, we're not outside the realm of possibility. No, definitely and none not. of them no. happened. None of them <laughs> happened. <laughs> none of them happened. We did get Matt Murdock in No Way Home. We did get Yeah, we Doesn't did. Count. We did. Uh, these are Hawkeye or Hot Guy predictions. Yeah, that's true. No, it just says bold predictions. Well, that's a good point. But it's actually. in the Hawkeye outline. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, but my bold prediction is that um, Ravi will have a cold prediction. <laughs> uh, we also have a section in here for bold predictions of the future of Hawkeye. Now, at the yeah. I feel like the, I already gave at mine. the taping of this pod. Obviously, we don't know if there is a season two. We don't know where. So just the character or how we will see Hawkeye or Kate Bishop. Krishna, uh, I guess you're going to go with yours, which is you'll see yeah. Kate Bishop leading um, one team, leading a team of the Young Avengers against Yellen. Bravi, are you going to go with Kingpin as a scroll? Because that's a really good one. No, yeah, definitely going to go with Kingpin. As oh, a that's scroll. a fantastic prediction. Um, but I also want to add on and change, uh, or kind of tack on to Krishna's where Kate Bishop does show up in Young Avengers. But I think one of the teams or 
the new Avengers or whoever is actually going to be led by Hawkeye. I think he's going to step up into that leadership role, the mentor role, and become not and like kind of give up the title of Hawkeye, yeah, and become really like I'm leading now this team. Clint the Barton as well as like, kind of like a Nick Fury esque, almost like a Nick Fury because like we saw this a lot in the season where he is he's old, he has been beaten yeah. down, he is he has ear damage, yeah, um, he's got to retire at some point. You know, he's yeah. got to retire at some point. You know. um, um, Falcon or down to the new Captain America. He's a younger individual than Clint, and he can still definitely go and be be what he needs lead to be. Lead in the field. Lead in so the field, speak, yeah. but I feel like a Hawkeye can be lead from the shadows or lead from behind like a like Nick, a Nick Fury. Fury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, He's so got I the think, right personality I think it's going to be like this new, di- di- new dynamic of Nick Fury and Captain America where now it's going to be um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye and um, Wilson. Mm, um, a lot like Natasha did. Everybody disappeared. Yep. Or like Natasha. Yeah. 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 She Natasha. and Captain America were yeah, sort of running, running, everything. That, running yeah. that thing. Yeah. So I think that's what's going to be his future. I like that. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. June, you got one? Yeah. So I kind of, you know, as we're at the end of 2021, I almost feel like Falcon and Winter Soldier, Black Widow, Hawkeye is like this quote unquote informal trilogy of uh, similar characters who are kind of like. Street level, regular powered individuals, uh, kind of running around. There's more of a through line there, and I think we kind of get like an an overall sequel to all of these properties in the form of some type of like Disney Plus kind of event, almost like a Disney Plus exclusive movie um, that will incorporate the new Captain America, the new Hawkeye. Yeah, you know, uh, Yelena, all all of these characters and stuff, in some type of event in the next couple of years. Hmm. I mean, that would make sense around everything that we've seen with the. What would you call? What would you call that team? You think would that be like uh, the unofficial name? Maybe Secret Avengers. Um, Rogers Babies. Call it Thunderbolts because that's the whole Thunderbolts team. That's the oh. team. The like the the team, and and you know you have, you know you you have. Um, the power brokers, like you know, could right. be potentially a villain. You have Val, obviously, making the that that team, and maybe another team that goes against that team. You know, but I, I do think they're like intentionally having this very grounded kind of street level story that's going on within the totally. MCU, and I think it's all going to kind of come together. And maybe they're also looking at format, and obviously they've done the whole Disney Plus TV show thing. But I wonder if they're going to do like the Disney Plus kind of Marvel exclusive movie, and that that. To me, seems like the prop, like a type of property you would try to do that for. Yeah, yeah. Instead of like you know Thor or five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As long as it gets like Winter Soldier level action in there, it'll yeah. be fantastic. Oh, be but, right. but that's the level it's got to hit because that's what it would need to be. Because that's what these characters, that's what these characters embody, right? That like physical action. So let's 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 bring whoever that whoever that uh, fight choreographer was for um, Winter Soldier. Bring them back. That's that's what right. we need, especially because like a lot of the protagonists in these shows, you know, big theme has been about like non-powered beings, right? You know, uh, Sam is has no superpower. Yeah, uh, the the widows don't have any superpowers. Um, you know, Kate Bishop and and Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye Clint have no superpowers, so it almost it feels very intentional with the way they're kind of uh, communicating that and continuing that theme going forward, especially when like. On the flip side, you have 
Doctor Strange and Wanda and, and Loki, Loki and yeah. you know you have these insanely powered beings on the other end that almost feel like they're going into the cosmos into the multiverse all this other all this other stuff and you need something that's maybe a little bit more grounded yeah it's because it's becoming very for. very stratified right right like the guys with powers they seem to be sort of like almost becoming more powerful like distancing themselves like mm-hmm. let's be honest Wanda got a power upgrade mm-hmm. uh you know, she Loki. Loki has come into contact with a being, you know, who transcends like space and time. Um, right. So it is. It is interesting because you're right. They. It does seem to be they are making more of a point to emphasize that the ground level rely on skill, discipline, willpower, and that's what sets them apart. Not necessarily because it, it's like it's like look at even like Shang Chi, right? Like if the battle in Shang Chi, like. How, how does that like if he's like doing like this great cosmic stuff with you know with, with the ten rings specifically with like Doctor Strange and stuff and then you have like Kate coming in there does that really work you know tonally I don't know mm, right right um yeah oh uh Lerman actually found us the name of the fight choreographer who actually did a lot of it's done a lot of Marvel properties including Winter Soldier James Young. So, in the big Arjuna, the, in, the, in your the Boston prediction. Celtics NBA player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. James Bust? Young, the ex uh, Celtics God. player, did nothing for us. Uh, no. <laughs> um, as long as they bring back James Young for this team up that Junior has proposed, it should be in good hands. Uh, Krishna, was Hawkeye the finale episode good? And was Hawkeye season one good? It pains me to say it. Well, I'm going to have to say no for both. Oof. Um, I just. I, you know, there were moments. There were good moments in both the finale and overall. But there were too many times where I was just waiting for the next scene. Uh, I, f- I felt very disengaged from the material. Um, uh, I think I understand what they were trying to go for. It just, I didn't latch onto it personally. Um, so, yeah, no, for both. Arjuna, was the finale of Hawkeye and was season one of Hawkeye good to you? I'm also going to say no for both. And, you know, if before the finale, I would have said yes to the show. But I think the finale did such an unsatisfactory job of wrapping everything up. Um, Not necessarily even wrapping everything up, just kind of being some type of conclusion to the story that they gave. uh, And going in such a weird and in a lot of ways bad direction uh, that it just kind of taints the whole show for me now i i do want to give the show another watch um and whatnot but to me it's just you know it did not end up being a good finale and it, it kind of turned it into a bad a bad show um so i i'm i'm curious to see um what's kind of next for the future of of these characters and whatnot but to me it's not great and i, I kind of have to put it low on like the disney plus show it's like i think it's you know, it's probably fourth, maybe fifth. Maybe it's lower than Falcon Winter Soldier. I don't know. Um, but that's where I'm at with it. Ravi, thank you for your time. <laughs> Was Hawkeye's finale and first season slash entire run good? No, it was not good. Big surprise. Come on. Come on. And I will say uh, it's probably the worst of the uh, Disney Plus shows that we've gotten so far. And, and and primarily because of the after credit scene. 
What? Every <laughs> okay, that doesn't make that much. Sense. No, because it, it leaves such a disgusting taste in my mouth that I wasted those four minutes or whatever waiting for something a little bit more interesting than what we saw in the episode. At least with Falcon Winter Soldier, cool big battle end scene, kind of figured that was going to happen, whatever. But then there was an interesting after credit scene that opens things up, right? And then it also connects and ties into uh, Black Widow and, and that whole thing. It just felt kind of... It felt nicer or whatever, right? While <laughs> this was just a fucking musical to say, fuck you. Like, it's a shitty way to end 2021 from, like, a Disney Plus MCU standpoint. Drop the ball. So, fuck this This is show. worse than your, your fuck Canto this show. That's unbelievable. Eight take. Because a lot of people would say, we like, a musical there, is a perfect way to end a, no. end a year. Stupid. Like I said, it was my favorite part of the, of the episode. <laughs> they should have done it in reverse, and it should have... Uh, because Loki so kind of takes place... Whenever, because it's outside time, <laughs> never have Hawkeye <laughs> the series. Wow! And then have Loki and when Hawkeye was supposed to end, because that performance with Kang, those that after credit scene, that would have been a great way to end twenty twenty one, where it's just like so many questions, so much mystery. But instead, we got a stupid musical. So you're saying you would have been happy if the after credit scene had been, you know. Uh, a TVA portal opens up, and, outcome, <laughs> and and they just purge the entire world that Hawkeye was on, and yes, it was all a bad, was oh a bad man, variant. Ravi, Ravi would be so happy, and uh, I would, th- I feel like the rest of the world would have ha- would hate it. Obviously, Probably. Ravi would have been like, "This is the greatest Disney Plus show ever. This is the greatest Marvel property. Ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the greatest like, piece of media. A very small pe- piece of people, a uh, piece of people, very small." <laughs> A chunk of the population would agree with Ravi, and th- everyone else would be like, "You can't end a Christmas show like that. You can't kill everyone. What kind of monsters have you become?" This <coughs> I just ran out of air. There we go. <laughs> and with that, we're gonna close it down here on this pod. What camera do I look at? That one. Wide. I'll look at that one over there. Thank you for tuning in here on the pod. As always, you can find us on social media. At Was It Good on Twitter, on TikTok and Instagram, Was It Good Pod. We do live stream and post these pods in full on Was It Good. Uh, no, excuse me, not Was It Good. On YouTube.com slash Was It Good. Uh, we will have two more pods potentially before the end of the year. Um, but we will say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and all of that. Uh, real quick, before we do sign off, uh, Christian Arjuna, what MCU property from 2021 are you thankful for? That's Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. That I was. Have, I have to say, No Way Home as well. Th- it was such a good gift, especially because, at least for me, I was I was worried that the movie was gonna be overstuffed and not great, and it make delivered. you sick. <laughs> also, yeah, make also try and murder me, uh, like <laughs> other MCU movies tried to. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, the more I think about it, like I just really loved that whole movie and that experience. Just special, yeah. special. It's close. It's close. I would say No Way Home and Loki for me were the big, um, the big winners of this year, and I'm thankful for both of them. So yeah, for a movie, No Way Home, and I think for TV, Loki. And I'm gonna end it with I'm thankful that we got five, five Disney plus like shows. a million. Yeah, four live action, it, one Because anime. of that, we had a solid full year of, of Marvel content. content. So props. Keeping us in business. Props, props to that. And with that, that's going <laughs> to do it for us here. Bye.